in case you missed it on Newsbreak. As Deputy President of the country, and now since 2019, President of both. Uh, He has had the advantage of watching from outside government and then from seeing it within government during the critical period where uh, most commentators talk about the lost years. And to really come clean on how it was possible that the state machinery could be captured in the way it has, Mm. and hopefully tomorrow he will deal with his uh, indication that there was an alleged insurrection in the country in uh, immediately after the arrest of former President Zuma, and how he has uh, taken measures to staunch this, um, not only with his uh, turning the, you know, just playing musical chairs with his cabinet, but not dealing decisively with those persons who the media have pointed out have played a role in this so-called insurrection. Professor, let's talk about the media because uh, President Ramaphosa says he was only made aware of wrongdoings through the media, only after it was already done. What does this say about his level of engagements with his then colleagues? It says that here's somebody who requires to be deeper in his involvement, one, and two, uh, not cover up for any wrongdoing because people are tired of that wrongdoing, and this is why uh, we've written the letter to him as the Defender of Democracy campaign, asking him to not only pretend to defend democratic gains, but to advocate for and action a democracy that works for all our people, not just for the nomenclatura, not just for he himself and his his colleagues uh, in a crony uh, relationship where they've benefited from the state. And that is where the nub of the issue lies. Heaven knows we have a, um, a proportional representation system which is woefully inadequate for us to hold accountable our local councillors uh, who are supposed to be a 50-50% uh, uh, elected directly by the population. But in reality, the party calls the tune. And recall mm. that uh, President Zuma was able to stave off, what, at least half a dozen um, votes of no confidence, all because people, people closed ranks. That closing of ranks means somebody is culpable, and Mr. Ramaphosa, as a key official in that party and currently as president, he needs to acknowledge his own culpability in this. He spoke about that time, though, when he was deputy president. Uh, He said he had a number of options when he found out that state capture was taking place uh, while he was deputy president under former president Jacob Zuma. What do you think of those statements that he made of choosing that strategic option of remaining quiet and going along with things to root out corruption? Look, that is almost akin to saying that let's, you know, in, in the pre-apartheid era, let's work within the stands so that we can achieve some degree of freedom. Now, roundly, 
our people have rejected the previous system and roundly our people expect a leader who stands above the narrowness of party confines. And if it means uh, standing up against your party dictates when they are wrong, he should have done that and he can still do that. But I appreciate that he's come clean and said, look, he couldn't do it at that time because clearly he was weak. Clearly he didn't have the ability to stand up and clearly he favored his party above the interests of the country. So that question now remains, will he stand for the country above his party? He is a party animal. We are all understand that. But when your party is wrong, you need to be able to say it is going in the wrong direction and put it right. Otherwise, um, who's the shepherd and who's the sheep in, in that mixture? He needs to shepherd his mm. flock to the right road. Overall, Professor Cooper, just briefly, if I could ask you the last question, he testified about what he called was obvious abuses of power, citing the replacement of Nshlanshla Nene uh, with Desvan Royan as Minister of Finance as an example of one of those abuses of power. How much of weight does that statement carry when the objective of our constitution is to make a decisive break from the abuse of state power? Well, look, he is a key architect of this constitution. Recall that in 1990, what, 1995 or 1996, when the current, uh, when he, well, in 1996, the current constitution was finalized, he led that process. That is, that speaks to his principled uh, position, whether he, uh, and I think the public uh, can make its own conclusions because he clearly uh, defiled that constitution in favor of keeping quiet because his colleagues expected that collusion is as bad as commission of a crime. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.